0: Are you struggling to stand out from the competition? Or maybe you're looking for that unique edge to help give you that something extra in the market. Or perhaps you just see the bigger brands and think, what is different about them? Well, this is for you. Welcome to the Unified Brand Podcast, brought to you by Elements Brand Management, a weekly podcast to empower founders, marketers, and business professionals to brand smarter, not harder, and build impactful, memorable, and differentiated brands that stand out from the competition. Hi, and welcome to Weekly Brand Tips, brought to you by Elements Brand Management. What is brand differentiation? Martin Neumeier sums it up really well with his explanation from his book, The Branding Dictionary, the process establishing a unique market category to increase profit margin and avoid monetization. There is also a great quote from him that says, the three most important words when differentiating your brand, focus, focus, focus. Now differentiation is literally what makes your brand different, but it can also be considered as your competitive advantage. And it's not just crucial for your marketing efforts or your branding in general, but also for your wider business operation. Differentiation can have far reaching consequences across your business and how you set it up, how you put things in place to promote it, but also how to develop product lines and where you're looking to partner up or promote your product or service. When customers see brands as interchangeable, it limits their buying decision to be based solely on price. And what this does for brands is it inhibits their ability to command a higher price because you are constantly fighting with other brands on price. There's nothing that sets you apart. You are one in a vast sea of similar brands. So differentiation allows you to position the brand and differentiate it in a way from the competition that makes it stand out more than just everything else in the market. And it gives you the ability to create something a bit more unique, which can command a higher price, but can also garner sort of a loyal band base and build that audience a bit more organically because customers that generally buy on price will leave you on price. And there isn't much loyalty there. There's nothing from that particular brand that differentiates it enough or makes it unique enough that the audience wants to stay with it. According to the WPP, Millward Brown, they did a study of the top hundred global brands. It's a report they do. And in that report, they followed brands over a 10 year period. And they realized that differentiation was the single biggest factor when it came to brand success. So how much they would differentiate from their competition is the single biggest factor to their brand's success. So with that in mind, here are some strategies that you can use to differentiate your brand. Differentiating through features. This could be features of a product. It could be features of a service. It could be the way that you onboard clients or take them through your process. All of these could be considered differentiating through features of your products or service. For example if you're an apparel brand you might have a focus on using sustainable materials or recycled plastics to produce your apparel if you were a sunglasses brand you might boast unbreakable frames or the customer can have their money back these sort of feature-based differentiations are really good ways to showcase what your products or service can offer in a slightly different way now they are easily replicatable unless you have patents for particular things with regards to the product or you have things like methodologies or processes and ways that you work that are hard to replicate, but they're really good to have in your arsenal of differentiation. And if you back them up with some of these other strategies, they can be a really good combination. Differentiating by being the first or first mover. This literally means being the first in a new category, which isn't practical for existing brands unless they're looking to pivot or launch a new product. But for new brands or startups, it's a really good way to differentiate your brand straight off the bat, and also associate your brand with a particular category. For existing brands, there are ways you can still be the first or first mover. One of those is taking new product or service and focusing that on a particular segment that your market doesn't normally serve. Another way might be adapting to and incorporating new technologies into your process, whether that's 3D printing, augmented reality, or even things like agile workflows into your rapid prototyping could be ways to be the first in your market out of all your competitors that are not doing this to differentiate yourself another way that can do this is if you look at a particular advertising channel that no one else of your competitors is actually using yet so it might be that nobody in your sort of market so far is doing podcast and this could be a really good space for you to capitalize on and be the first in that particular sort of channel, or it might be an advertising channel that you can focus on. All these ways are really good to differentiate your competition. Differentiating through your employees, your service, or your team. So companies like Zappos and Nordstrom are famous for their customer service, and it's something that they do every single day to make their customers happy. I mean, there's those rumors and those things about, you know, Zappos having hour-long conversations with their customers just to make sure their customers go away happy and things like Nordstrom's reward schemes for their customers, things like this are inbuilt into that brand to make sure that they are superior when it comes to a customer service and they differentiate on that particular thing. You can also see this with brands like Starbucks, who take sort of great length to train their employees. They also do things like build into their process, the fact that the employee will get the name, and write it on the cup. This might not seem like much, and it does actually help them obviously in particular scenario of working through that process when it's busy, but also what it does is it builds a connection with you because someone's gonna shout out your name for your coffee and it kind of builds that familiarity. So you can differentiate with employees and your team, customer service, and it can also be through things like how well-trained they are. So they could be really well-trained compared to your competition. It might be that they're skilled in slightly different ways to your competition but you can really use this as a way to differentiate your team and the relationship that they have with your audience from your competition. Now, again, this isn't a massive differentiator, but it's not something you want to do on its own. There wants to be other things in there to really differentiate your brand, but it's a great front line differentiation that you can use for your business. Are you struggling to grow your brand, but not sure why? Has your business hit a growth ceiling or is your marketing failing to land with your target audience? At elements brand management we've put together a four-minute brand power assessment that will score your brand in a percentage out of 100 and highlight the key areas that are holding your business back visit brandpowerscore.co.uk today take the assessment and unlock your business's full potential differentiate by owning an attribute in your audience's mind think about the relationship you have with your customer think about the experiences they have with your brand. What attribute can you own in their mind? So if we think about some of the classics, Apple, Innovation, Volvo and Safety, Rolex and Success, Adidas and Creativity, Vans and Individualism. What these brands have successfully done is managed to focus one attribute for that brand, tie it to their brand, and what that does is it gives you a really powerful combination for remembering that brand a shortcut to remember it in the audience's mind if you imagine your mind is like a filing cabinet we're hardwired to store things quickly simply and make snap decisions part of our survival instinct it's similar with this situation so tying volvo to safety what it does is in our mind it makes the concept easy to understand tying apple to innovation it makes the concept easy to understand what attribute and you tie your brand to and differentiate it from the competition differentiate by being a disruptor so if the market you're in or you're going into if you're launching a product or a new brand is setting its weight so there's some well-held beliefs there that are up to be challenged or that you think you can do it in a way that is is better Or you can differentiate in a way that is different to everyone else. So maybe in your market, it's fully automated. Everything is automated. There's no real human connection. Can you bring that human element in to that particular market and differentiate that way? You differentiate through the way that you use your production or the way that you choose your certain materials or how you just bring yourself to the table. If you think of brands like Uber, Netflix, in some cases, like with Netflix, it's a slightly different category. But the disruption there was disrupting an old kind of status quo, especially with Uber. And if you can do something similar, it can be really powerful and it can change things really quickly, which can be great for differentiating yourself because not only will your competitors know pretty quickly what you're doing, your audience is gonna pick up on it as well. So it's a really good way to differentiate your brand by disrupting or think of it more as improving. Disrupting sounds Hostile, some cases it can be, but in a lot of cases, just think about innovating and improving the current situation, make it better for your customer. Differentiate by what you stand for, your brand cause. So can you differentiate by standing for something more? For example, like Tom's shoes, or could you differentiate by having a grand vision like Tesla or connecting with your audience values like Disney? Your internal brand, your core brand should be unique. And therefore it can be a great place for ideas and idea generation for ways that you can be different and how you can differentiate. So look at your core brand and work out some ways that you can differentiate that is different from your competition. Differentiate by focusing on a niche. So if you remember Martin Neumeier's quote from earlier on, which was three words of differentiating your brand are focus, focus, focus. Then this is exactly what he was talking about. So if you focus on a niche, what you can do instantly is shrink your competition and differentiate your brand. If you think about it for a second, if you shrink your competition, obviously you have less to compete against, but you've also become more valuable in your audience's mind. So, If you imagine in your local area, there's lots of gym. And if you bring a new gym into the local area, why not focus on a niche? Could you specialize and focus on parents? a gym going parent. If you start thinking that way, does that mean then that you could have a play cafe at the gym? Could you stop child and family friendly meals? Could you do special pricing for families? Could you maybe do special opening hours for parents and children? Having children myself, sometimes it can be difficult to go to certain classes because they finish at say six and you're still trying to put kids to bed. So having classes later or that go on later that could really cater for parents be a really good thing maybe in your local area so this is an example of focusing on a niche and how you can really hone in on that and also if you think about it from your marketing and brand point of view how much easier would it be to speak to one niche rather than five or ten if you're speaking to parents with regards to your gym if that's going back to the example how much easier can it be to speak to those people you get things like struggling to You know look after your children and go to the gym you don't need to worry anymore want to find ways to be a good parent and still be active then x gym is the place you want to go you can really focus your messaging on particular audiences and targets and you can speak directly to them which differentiates you even more differentiate by business model so is there a way to alter your business model slightly the way you do things is there a way to look at that if you're launching a brand or you're new to a market is there a way to adapt your business model that is differentiating itself and also competing with the market that already exists? If you look at Dollar Shave Club, they were the first subscription-based razor company. They were in direct competition with Gillette, which was obviously you'd go out and you'd buy some blades and then you'd come back you'd use them and then you'd go out and buy some more. The Dollar Shave Club set up this subscription-based razor company and they differentiate themselves from a business model that had kind of been something that had been set in stone for so many years, and they just went in and differentiated that and changed things up. So can you do something similar with the way that you do things? Is there a way to differentiate through the way that your business runs or the operation side of it, or how you interact with your customer? Differentiate through brand identity or brand voice. So, can you take the presentation layers of your brand so the identity layer and the voice layer can you differentiate 3d if you look at a lot of brands and this might seem obvious but if you look at a lot of markets actually there are markets there where people are using similar colors and similar themes and similar ideas that might be right for your brand so it's not a case of doing it if it doesn't feel right for you but if you're in a position where you're looking at a rebrand or you're looking at differentiating yourself there can be ways to capitalize on everything else we spoke about by looking at these front two presentation layers as well to so differentiate yourself through colors that are different to what's already in your market is one way of doing this or using slightly different graphical elements or patterns or textures or ways that you can present the brand slightly differently if you're a product and all the products in your industry or your niche use a particular kind of material for their packaging can you change that up a bit can you look at the front, the graphics on the front and mix it up and make it more striking, more iconic or it might be a case of making it more simplistic and less cluttered, more modern looking kind of really make it pop on the shelf. There might be a way to do this through brand voice. So we looked at Ben & Jerry's in a previous video and how they are the jester archetype and they use fun and humour to inject some sort of play aspect into their branding and their marketing. Can you do something similar? and not necessarily use the Jester archetype, but can you look at your market and see the voice, the brand voice. And if you can pick out some of the archetypes that are being used, and we'll go into archetypes in a future video, by some of the brands in your market, can you differentiate by your voice to your brand voice? Maybe you haven't been using it enough before or tapping into it enough. Can you use that brand voice to really differentiate yourself from your competition? This might be by being the playful one in a pack of stuffiness, if it's right for the brand and if it's right for your audience. It might be the case of being more of a sage-like kind of figure or a guide or a mentor type voice in a sort of a market full of heroes. There are different ways to differentiate your brand and stand out. It's got to be right for you and it's got to be right for your audience. But if there is a way to do it and you can do it, it's a really good way to differentiate and set you apart from that pack. So if you use these two, the voice and the identity differentiation, if you can use that with some of the other strategies from before we talked about. You've got a really powerful combination. To sum up, we're inundated with brands today across all different markets. And the ones that get our attention are the ones that are memorable, iconic, simple, and have the ability to differentiate themselves effectively from their competition. Take the time to look at your brand, look at your business model and see where you can differentiate from their competition. In the description below, we have a link to our guide, which is the unified brand, and that is our methodology. And today, a lot of brands have an identity crisis where their brand isn't aligned through the layers of their brand. They're completely out of alignment. So what the report and the guide does is it tells you about how to realign your brand, how to rid your brand of an identity crisis. So if you click the link and go through and download, it's a free PDF and it'll give you some tips on ridden your brand identity crisis. Have a great week. Catch up soon and keep those brands unified. Don't forget to subscribe if you've enjoyed this episode of the Unified Brand Podcast. And if you could rate and review wherever you get your podcast, that would be highly appreciated. If you want to continue your brand development journey, head over to Elements Brand Management on YouTube. There's a link in the show notes below where you'll see clips from the podcast, brand building tips, deep dives, and more. So thank you for listening and remember, keep those brands unified.